Welcome to the magical world of fitness witchcraft. I'm your host, Emily Flood, and I created fitness witchcraft specifically to help witches and spiritual women to become mentally and physically healthy after trauma. On this podcast, you can expect to hear things from fitness and nutrition to deity work, channeling, quantum healing, spells, collapsing the timelines, and more because you get to become the person who combines their magic with every single aspect of your life. I'm just like sitting here right now thinking about how freaking grateful I am for my podcast and my business and that I am sitting here right now able to give you guys this podcast episode that I have prepared because it blends witchcraft and mindset work, witchy things, woo-woo things with mindset work in a way that I am just so grateful that I get to do because I had so much fun planning out this episode, you guys, because we're getting into time magic. But like most of my episodes go, this is a blend of mindset work and magic because that's just how I do things. That is just how my personal practice is, blending mindset work and magic. So to get started here with time magic, first off, time is a construct, right? And so when we bring that belief in, that time is just a construct, then I don't have time fades away. And it's not really a response because if time is a construct, then we can feasibly speed it up, slow it back down, etc. So when you say I don't have time, what does that really mean? Does it mean that you don't really want to when you say that you don't have time to get coffee with someone? You know, that's probably a logical conclusion. Or when you say that you don't have time to go to the gym, is it because you really deep down don't want to go to the gym? And that's okay. That's okay if that's the truth, but that we need to find clarity here. Or does I don't have time mean you believe you can't or that you are scared that you can't reach your goals? Or are you scared that you're going to fail? So you say you don't have time, or maybe you find ways to make time for other things because you're scared that you're going to fail or you believe that you can't. Or are you worried about what will happen if you change? Or are you saying when you don't have time that there are other things that are more important? These are all fine, but there is a deeper layer here and it is our responsibility to find out, especially if you are wanting to do some time magic, as I assume you are here listening to this episode for. Because clarity is important for anything, for mindset work, for magic, for reaching your goals at all. We need clarity around it. And I thought that I didn't have time to meditate, right? It wasn't being productive. The 15 minutes that I spent meditating, I could have been spending journaling or doing something or this or that or that business owner, excuse, excuse, excuse. But you know what meditating gives me now? It allows me to tap into myself, my higher self by through those five minutes of calm when my thoughts throughout the day don't come racing in. It allows me to reset my energy when I get overwhelmed because all it takes for for me to quiet my mind and like reset my mind is to just sit down for five minutes. I set a timer, but five minutes, if I need to reset my day, if I get ever get, you know, emotionally triggered or I feel down in the dumps, five minutes is all it takes. So now I realize that meditating is indispensable for my day because I have brought clarity around what meditating gives me. 
And when I meditate, I'm also able to connect with myself, my higher self, and connect to the energy that I want. And so this is the great thing about guided meditations, right? You can always find a different one for whatever topic you're looking for. I use Insight Timer, by the way, don't have a code or anything, just love the app. But some days I'll pick a business success meditation. Other days, it's a connecting to your inner witch or your inner goddess meditation. Some days it might be a self-love meditation. If I meditate because I'm really down or sad in the middle of the day, I can start off with a prayer to my guides. And I want to make this as non-denominational as possible here because you could do the same thing and pray to the Christian God to ask for help or guidance. You could ask the universe for help or guidance. You could ask your own intuition for help and guidance. I asked the Morgan for help and guidance in my case, right? And it is the same concept across the board. And then when I meditate, I listen. And if any worries come up, I let them pass by. But I only really let the guidance, the positive thoughts come in because I'm trying to shift from negative to positive. It's a little bit of brain reframing here for five minutes during my day where I'm only letting the positive thoughts come in and I'm releasing the negative ones as they come up. Because it's so much harder to release those negative thoughts when you are working or trying to figure out what to do. And it is not a waste of time for me to meditate, right? Because otherwise I might've spent hours doing a task when in a bad mood, but shifting my mood allows me to change my efficiency. More on that in a minute, uh, but let's talk efficiency here. Fitness-wise, can you increase your efficiency by maybe, you know, setting your clothes and your gym bag out before work? Can you increase your efficiency at the gym if your workouts take too long? I'm sure you guys can ask your coach for a swap in a program or something, and I do that for my fitness clients all the time. If, you know, they find that the setup takes a really long time, we can change it to a lower setup, you know, gym program so things don't take as long. Can you stop scrolling Pinterest or Instagram for recipes for hours and just pick a recipe? Can you meal prep on Sunday so that way you're more efficient during the week? I like to time block these days now. It helps me keep from getting overwhelmed when I have like this giant list of things that I want to get done. And time blocking allows me to actually realize, okay, from one to two, I'm going to focus on this instead of, you know, one o'clock rolling around, looking at that list again and getting overwhelmed, trying to make a decision. And the time you're spending deciding on what to do could be time you're either doing things or resting because resting is really important too. Because (laughs) lately for myself in the evenings after I'm done with work, I, I spend so much time trying to figure out what will help me relax. I've heard this is an ADHD thing, but basically sometimes two hours will pass and I still haven't picked a book or a show to watch. And I go to bed grumpy because the only thing I did in my evening was try to figure out what would help me to relax. (laughs) So I wake up grumpy and then I have to reset my energy before I can start my workday. So a big time magic efficiency thing for me is learning to be a little bit more decisive and learning some clarity around what helps me relax so that I can actually get that deep rest that my brain and my body need so that I wake up more excited in the mornings, more motivated in order to get my day started faster if I want to get more tasks done. So another important aspect of time magic here is how you can connect to your why. Why you want the goals that you have. Why the goals you have are important to you. 
So if we're talking about a fitness journey, it really needs to be internal motivation here and related to the journey because fitness journeys don't really end when you get the transformation, right? When you lose the weight, you still have to maintain it, right? So when you're starting a fitness journey, and I tell all of my clients this, like when we're getting you into the a gym program, we're assuming that this is probably going to be a part of your life for a few years. Now, it doesn't have to be as often, right? But when we are making a lifestyle shift to a different kind of body that we want, we have to assume that the lifestyle shifts will continue, right? Because if once you reached your goal, you just stop doing everything that helped get you to your goal, you're going to revert back to like the same person, right? Because if you are um, if I am right now, let's say I'm Emily 27.0, right? <laughs> I'm, I'm 27. Uh, if I want to level up into Emily 28.0, I can't go backwards, right? I have to keep moving forward. So once I reach Emily 28.0, I, I have to keep moving forward. So it's like the same thing with your fitness journey. If I don't want to come back here to the same results that I'm getting right now, I need to keep moving forward. I need to keep getting better and better and improving my efficiency there. So it's like the same concept, right? If you are on a fitness journey right now, it means that you are leveling up at the very least your health and fitness to another level. So you will have to sustain it from there. So it's important that your motivation for your fitness journey is internal and related to the journey, right? So wanting to be stronger, for example, because you can improve your strength measurably, right? And strong is also a feeling. Wanting to feel a certain way, right? Wanting to be confident is maybe not the best one because what's stopping you from being confident now? So a better reframe for wanting to be confident could be wanting to grow in confidence. And then you use the gym as a way to grow in confidence because you've connected going to the gym to feeling empowered because you like lifting weights and you like feeling strong and maybe one-upping a guy here or two. So connecting to your why right? That might've been my why of a fitness journey because I got that out of my head pretty quickly, right? But your why might be different. You know, showing up for your kids, showing them that women can be strong and that, you know, um, you can break out of diet culture, etc. That could be your why. Meditating, I find also helps connect me to my why. Because another reason why I got started meditating um, is when we look at the percentages, right? So this is a Google stat. Only 10% of people reach their weight loss goals and maintain it. So are you presenting 90% or behavior or are you presenting 10% or people behavior? That is something that has really hit me, right? So I'm not saying that to be the top 10% of people on a fitness journey, you need to go do a fitness competition. No, I'm talking about the mindset side of things. Are you acting in the top 10% of people on a mindset side of things when it comes to your fitness journey. And if you're not, you're presenting that 90% or behavior, right? And that's not the ultimate goal that we have. One that hit me really hard is that only 0.2% of female business owners ever make a million dollars. That really created a mindset shift for me because it made me wonder, well, shit, what the hell did that top 0.2% do? The first thing on my mind was not, you know, massive social media followings or anything. I wanted to know behaviorally what these women do. 
mindset-wise what these women do, right? I asked myself that when it came to the resistance I had to meditating. And as soon as I put those two and two together, I was like, well, I'm going to meditate now because I feel like meditating helps get me closer and closer to that 0.2% because of my belief in it. And half the time when I am wasting time, it's because I'm unmotivated. I don't really know exactly what to do for the day. I haven't time blocked. I just have a big old overwhelming list of doom. And so connecting to my why, again, is really important for me to get going some days. Some days I connect to my why by listening to inspirational podcasts. Sometimes I'm listening to my own podcast because I really believe that when I am podcasting, that I am connecting to my higher self, that my higher self is just speaking through me. And some of the episodes that I go back and listen to specifically is the one on toxic fitness coaches. I jokingly refer to that one as my manifesto, my why for everything that I'm doing these days. That one gets me really riled up and ready to work because I know so many of my personal fitness clients have dealt with toxic fitness coaches in the past. And now that I figured out that why it makes me angry and it makes me excited to continue to change the game in the health and fitness and mindset industry, honestly, And it gets me ready to work and gets me excited to work. Other, let's say, more witchy things that I do, uh, I will speak to my deities and guides. And it's probably not a coincidence. The deities that have appeared to me that I work with are very strong female figures. So we've got Hecate, who is the Greek goddess who guides Persephone in and out of the underworld every year. I've already considered myself a guide for women on their fitness journeys, so she's perfect for me. And her story reminds me that there are women out there walking through their own underworlds and that I have power at my fingertips to help them bust through diet culture, shift their mindsets and their beliefs in themselves, and then still help them to reach their fitness goals, aka guiding them out of the underworld. Not just tell them to, you know, give up and accept they'll never change like, you know, you sometimes get with like intuitive eating coaches or something, right? And then there's the Morrigan, who is the Celtic goddess who she embodies feminine power, strength, victory, and she's a goddess of sovereignty, aka personal strength, authority, leadership. And there are so many legends where men and even some other women, I think, try to steal her power, but she thwarts all attempt because she's a freaking badass. And she also has a lot of other things she's known for, like sorcery, fairies, being a seer, a goddess of witches, etc. But in the days that I really feel down and I'm like in the dumps and in my sad girl moments, and I don't feel like working on my business when I really need to be, where I don't feel like the work I'm doing matters, I look up to the little statues that I have of them. And I'm reminded of two very powerful female figures who are the epitome of everything I want to be, not just as a business owner, but as a human being, as a friend, and eventual partner. So when I am able to connect to my why, my tasks just get done faster. And so having these reminders consistently around me from statues of deities to the crystals, etc., remind me of my why and where I want to get. And when I'm able to connect to my why, my tasks get done faster and they are better 
because I'm actually happy and inspired while doing them. It is so much faster to write a post for Instagram, so much faster to play in a podcast when I'm happy and inspired. And I'm reminded that what I do matters. And so I get more excited and I do things faster. So what can that be for you? How can you increase your efficiency by connecting to your why? So knowing that the feeling of not having time comes from internal resistance or overwhelm, some other things that I'll do, I'll light candles. I've got a green candle for abundance and a yellow cower, I've got a yellow candle for personal power on, and they're both lit up right now. I've also got a third eye shocker candle right in front of me that smells like lavender. So it's a double whammy of connecting to my intuition, my third eye, which I want while podcasting, right? Because I feel like my higher self comes through when I podcast and I want that energy in every freaking podcast. And then we've got the lavender scent, which is calming. And you could also say that I'm reverse engineering my day for success, right? I know that I want to be inspired, intuitive, and grounded, and in my power on a podcast. So I ask myself, what do I need to do before I sit down and I create that feeling for myself? If I want to be inspirational on a podcast, then I better inspire myself before I sit down. So today I asked my intuition that, and my intuition was like, you need to take your dog for a walk. (laughs) And sure enough, she has not been bothering me while I've been recording this episode. So that was a win. And so it doesn't always have to be something super witchy, right? Um, It paid off. And this is why witchcraft is spicy psychology, you guys. My role models are two badass deities from legend who inspire me. And when I'm lighting candles, it's I'm using color psychology. Like seriously, you can Google color psychology. I don't have time to go over it in today's podcast, uh, but this shit works. And I use scents to empower myself because our brain thinks in symbols, you guys. So I want my brain to be filled with all the positive psychology I can. And I even intuitively picked a crystal before recording. And what I mean by intuitively picked, I just went over to my bookshelf where I have a bunch of them and just, I was like, oh, the blue one. And my, I was just drawn to it. And I just picked the first one I like, my eyes kind of caught on. And I went and Googled. Uh, so it's blue kyanite. Of course, you know, blue, it's blue. So it opens the throat chakra. So it allows communication and self-expression, which of course makes a lot of sense since I am podcasting. And Kyanite does not retain negative vibrations or energy, so it doesn't ever require cleaning or cleansing, and it encourages psychic abilities and communications on all level, um, and it can help when connecting to your spirit guides and do dream recall and can promote healing dreams. So I'm about to go put this one by my bed too, but like this shit doesn't even surprise me, guys. Like, did I know that entire paragraph about Kyanite? No, I had to go Google it. Did I remember a little bit, maybe subconsciously, and my subconscious picked up on it and was like, Emily, you need the blue kyanite. This doesn't even surprise me because our brains are super powerful. I was going to include, you know, that little fact here about we only use 10% of our brains, right? And then I Googled it to like verify it. And apparently that's a myth, guys. We do use quite a lot of our brain, but we are often only using left side of our brain for quite a lot. So the left side of the brain is kind of the divine masculine side of things. It thinks in logic, math, facts, etc. That's where the science classes would be. But then our right brain, it's kind of the divine feminine side of the brain. So creative, like creativity, art, feelings, imagination, creation. So 
now I'm just using my intuition and my imagination more in my daily life because our brain thinks in symbols and color, and that would be the right side of the brain, right? So most of us aren't using that right brain all too much. So we can still increase our brain power here by tapping into some fun, by tapping into some magic and creativity and thinking in symbols and colors and sense. So bring in your feelings and your creativity and reverse engineer your day based on how you want to feel and go accordingly. So if you want to feel calm at the end of the day, maybe you go get some amethyst jewelry. Wear colors that help you feel calm. Play music that will help evoke that throughout your workday. See how that helps your efficiency. Same thing for motivation. You can find crystals for motivation out there. And like bringing the time magic back in, you could waste so much time just convincing yourself to do the thing because we all do this. So what can we get you that motivates you? Like, again, do you need a motivational crystal? It kind of depends on what you want to be motivated for, but I suppose like tiger's eyes, probably like a good one. If you're trying to get motivated to work out, why not get some rose quartz for self-love? And then just remember every time you look down at your wrist where you're wearing the rose quartz, that it symbolizes self-love and connect your workouts and eating your food to self-love an act of love for yourself, an act of love for your body to take care of it and go to the gym. Or maybe do you need like a motivational spell? They exist. They do exist. I do cleaning spells (laughs) to make cleaning more fun for myself and more interesting. Seriously, I use the cleaning itself as like an energy drawing activity that I can do before spell work or meditation, etc. But it also gets me to clean faster because I'm having more fun dancing around to witchy music. Okay. I also do personal power. Um, I do a ritual to call back personal power that helps make me feel motivated again and feeling powerful. Or you can just straight up do a spell for increasing productivity or a spell for motivation. They exist. And this is what I'm teaching in Fitness Witch Academy because we are getting magical here, but in a fun way, magical in a practical way, in a psychology mindset work kind of way, because this is the magic that I love. This is the magic that changes my life on a daily basis, you guys, because I use it to shift my mindset. I'll probably do some offerings this weekend, maybe even a spell before Fitness Witch Academy starts on Monday. And probably, I've not probably, I will definitely express some gratitude to my guides for pushing me to start this program and helping me every damn day to continue to speak up, share my voice, share my truths, help me stay motivated on the days where uh, my motivation has been lower, my doubt's been rising. But the universe is incredible. Our intuitions are incredible. And I'm so freaking excited that Fitness Witch Academy starts on Monday, September 19th for anyone listening in the future. But this is basically my witchy mindset course for people on fitness journeys. Because We're going to bring in normal psychology too, but we're also going to connect it to why your brain is so freaking cool because there is science-backed stuff for all of this witchy woo-woo stuff, right? I think in episode one or two, I talked about the book, Why Woo-Woo Works. Fascinating read if you are wanting to know the science behind Reiki energy healing. Yes, it is proven to work, which is wild goes over color color psychology, healing, prayer, etc. some other topics as well. Um, But again, it's my witchy mindset course for people on fitness journeys. And it is truly a dream to start this course and continue to grow it. 
And bring some freaking fun to mindset work. Bring some imagination and creativity to mindset work. The link is in the show notes if you want to sign up for a call with me or DM me on Instagram if you have questions. But it would mean so much if you would leave me a review on Apple Podcasts. That helps me reach more people. All right, guys, get out there. Hope you guys enjoyed the Time Magic episode. Uh, Lift some weights, do some strong girl shit, and remember how powerful you really are. Thanks for listening to another episode of Witchy Wellness with M. I'm on a mission to change the game with health and fitness coaching through adding in all of this mindset work you hear on the podcast. So if you love the show, please help me out by leaving a review. Remember, mindset alone won't get you to your goals, but when you combine it with action and strategy, you're limitless.